This week's parsha, Parsha Korach, is a very eye-opening parsha. It teaches us many things, including the idea that corruption could come along with money and power, or the idea that we're just never satisfied with with what Hashem gives us, and there's many other lessons as well. But one idea I want to focus on is on what Korach's real issue was, because really, at first glance, it's hard to find the fault in Korach. Seemingly, all he wanted to do was to come closer to Hashem. It's true he didn't carry out his intentions correctly, right? Even he wanted to come closer to Hashem, he did it in the wrong way. But at the end of the day, at first glance, his intentions and motives were all pure. The Gemara itself says, Hashem wants our hearts. He wants us to have pure intentions. So didn't, didn't Korach have that? So as long as we have pure intentions, seemingly we're doing, at least we're, we're on the right track. And so, uh, of course, th- this doesn't mean all rules are off the table. You have to do things in the correct way. But at the same time, Korach had pure intentions, seemingly. So why did he deserve to die in such a horrible way? Meaning as long as seemingly he just, all he wanted was come closer to Hashem, why would we punish him so badly and speak so terribly about him? It seems that all he wanted was just come closer to Hashem. And yet, for some reason, we read in Pirkei Avot the complete opposite. It says, The Pirkei Avot says, Any fight, any argument that's Lashim Shemaim, it's Sofa Lizkayim. It's, it's going to last, and it's gonna, it's gonna, something good will come out of it. Something that's not Lashim Shemaim is going to fall apart, and only bad things will come out. And so the, the Mishnah gives two examples. What's a machoke that's, that's considered Lashim Shemaim? It's a machoke between for example, Hila and Shammai, they always fought about, they always argue about the Torah, but it's always Hashem Shammaim. V'she'ena Hashem Shammaim, zeh machokit korach v'chol adato. And so what's an example of an argument that wasn't Hashem Shammaim? Is that of Korach and all his, his, um, his uh, Edah. And so the question is, I mean, the, the Mishnah literally emphasized here that it wasn't for the sake of, of Shammaim, it wasn't for Hashem's sake. And so that his, his intentions weren't really pure. So the question is, how did the Mishnah do that? And how did the Mishnah know that? Because seemingly reading the Parsha and seeing what Korach wanted, it seems he just wants him closer to Hashem. He wants to come like a Kohen, to come close. So, so what gave it away? And so I heard an, an amazing answer from my Ravinative, Harav Sadok, and that can shed a lot of light uh, on this question also in our lives. So we see that in, in the Parsha that Korach had many people side with him, right? He had a huge group with him. And among those people were Datan and Aviram, two people who have been mamash causing problems and, and fights with Moshe since Mitzrayim. They, 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 they've been a thorn in Moshe's foot the entire time. And so if, if, you look, if you take a look at all the Pasukim, Datan and Aviram, they don't actually have the same motives or even goals of Korach. If you just see what they want, they don't actually want the same things as Korach. They, they make different complaints. And so everyone, all Bnei Yisrael, they all knew that Datan and Aviram were just not good people. They were not good news. They, no one wanted anything to do with them. They, they, everything they always did, it was just to cause fights. They just like drama. They, 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 nothing was ever relationship Shemaim. All of Bnei Yisrael knew that. And they all knew the numerous issues that the Tan Avram caused in the past. And so if Korach was really doing things with pure intention, if Korach really just wanted to come closer to Hashem, if that was all he wanted, then he should have told Datan Avram to leave the second they joined his group. Korach knew that they had, they, that the Tan Avram weren't good people, that they never had pure intentions. If Korach was truly doing things to come closer to Hashem, he would have wanted nothing to do with people like the Tan Avram. Yet we see that he, Korach gladly takes them into his group, even though he knows what kind of people they were. And so that revealed to us and revealed to Korach himself that he wasn't like Shem Shemaim, or else he would have nothing to do with Datan Ram. He'd be like, he like you guys. He would he should have told them that you Datan Ram, you guys are never doing like Shem Shemaim. You guys are just calling fights. I really just want to come closer to Hashem. But Korach didn't say that, so it shows us that actually Korach was not doing anything like Shem Shemaim, and so that's why we, he deserved to die. And so what we see from here is a massive lesson. We see that it's we have to be true to ourselves, right? Often we have to believe that we're doing things for 
for Hashem's sake. We believe we're Sadiqim. We believe we're great and we're on top of the all. But it takes real effort to look inside, deep inside ourselves, and to see what our real mores are. Like, for example, when we disagree with our friends, or if, or if we're someone, or, we, or we feel someone does something wrong to us, we have to think to ourselves, am I upset because I truly believe that Hashem wants something else here and I want to do the right thing for Hashem? Or is it just, for example, my ego was hurt or and I, I feel like, like, like I got put down? Is that really, We have to look deep and see what's the real motives for our feelings and for what we're doing. Like we often we tell ourselves that it's all for Hashem, but we have to take a deeper look inside to see if it's true. And, and you have to understand, we have to realize that Hashem will always send us ways to realize that. Just like with Korah, Hashem sent him to Tani Aram to, to, to be a sign for him and a sign for us that you're not doing Hashem Shemaim. He, he, he gave him ways to understand and to realize. And so often we have to, we have to understand in ourselves um, and to look deep inside ourselves to, to, to find those signs and see if it's really Hashem Shemaim. And so to, just for an example, a common way that we could realize if something's really Hashem Shemaim or not is that when we get into an argument or we get into some sort of um, uh, a fight or whatever with someone else, we have to realize that when, when we get upset, we get angry, are we angry at the situation? Are we just disappointed that this is how the, the, the situation is? Or do we get angry at the person we're arguing with? Once our feelings, those negative feelings we have go onto the person and we look at that person in a negative light, it's a clear sign, most probably, that it's just about our ego and that we're upset, we're upset with them. But a real argument that's not Lashem Shemaim, that, that is Lashem Shemaim, a real one that is for Hashem, often you're not going to be angry with the other person. There's no need to because you guys just disagree how to serve Hashem the best. It, it's a productive conversation. But when it comes to that you get upset, you get, you get angry at them, then often it's a good sign that it's not Lashem Shemaim. And so, Hashem, we should always do everything Lashem Shemaim. We should never needlessly argue. Hashem should bless us all to always realize if we overstep the boundaries of being Lashem Shemaim in this way because speedily bringing the Mashiach and then rebuilding other bit to make Tash Amen Shabbat Shalom